Blog Talk Radio. In a world where everyone is a social media guru, there is one lodestone, one brightest point in the sky, one true north. Uh, we have no idea where that is, but we've been here every Tuesday since August 2008, bringing you the absolute best and brightest guests from the world of social media and internet marketing. Welcome to Social Media Edge Radio. And now it's time to get this show on the commode. Here's your host, Ken Cook, and co-host Mike Mueller. Good morning, Mike. <laughs> Mueller. That took a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little slow, but yeah, good morning. Yeah, uh, I was giving my uh, Captain Kirk uh, speech flow, you know, comma and ellipsis between every every word. Hey, you know, Mike, today would have been a great day to actually say, get this show on the road. What do you think? That would have been good if we, you know, well, I guess we'd have to do our whole uh, audio intro, but that's okay. That would be really cool. We're on the road, yeah. or at least I am. Yeah. On the, uh, yes, some of us are. Uh, that's what I said in the teaser. I didn't say which one, but now... The cat's out of the bag, and Mike's on the road, so they say. Um, yeah, so a good time to talk about how do you stay connected when you're when you're traveling. Uh, Mike's not going far, but he's going to be out of the office for a while doing something, and, and I'll let him talk whatever he wants to about that. But how does Mike stay connected? So that's, that's some of the things we're going to get to in a few minutes. Uh, if you've never listened before, welcome to the show. This is our ninth season and mike do you remember what episode this is it's like what 19 i think i think it's 19 i put it in top of the show notes and i want to say 19 yeah you you are correct this is the 19th episode of the ninth year uh you'd think we'd have this down to a science by now but i think it has us down to a science Uh, a lot of times we'll just talk about the things that we are experiencing which are generally the things some of you are experiencing but they have always to do with doing business digitally. Let's let's keep it at that. We talk about social media. We talk about blogging. We talk about keywords, SEO, WordPress. Um, what else do we talk about, Mr. Mueller? You know, I'm going to say Internet security. We've been really big in Internet security uh, as of late, being safe and keeping your, your stuff safe, website and all your data and that kind of thing. Yeah, in fact, I'm going to bring a couple of points up today um, about that since we're talking about staying connected while you're traveling. Uh, Just to let you know, the show generally runs about 30 minutes. You can listen to it anytime you want to at iTunes and uh, share it with your friends. There's, you know, a lot of good information out there that we share. And you can always feel free if you have a question to give us a call and ask that question on air. The phone number to call is 425-292-292. Uh, I'm sorry, it's 323-642-1539. That's 323-642-1539. We don't have a tremendous number of live listeners, um, but we do from time to time. Most of our listeners listen uh, at their convenience later, as as does Mike. You listen to the show later, don't you? Yeah, actually, well, I subscribe uh, via iTunes, and uh, so it comes right into my iTunes, and I can listen to all of our past shows I can go all the way back to the very beginning. I think it's very beginning. Uh, we weren't counting shows, and actually I wasn't even part of it way back when. 
Yeah. Actually, you can go back uh, as uh, Social Media Edge Radio all the way back to December of 2008, but we actually go back to August of 2008. Uh, Just some of those shows were done before we switched over to the Blog Talk Radio platform. So Mike is on the road today, um, and he really needs to stay in touch with his clients. So that's what we wanted to discuss. I uh, have uh, not taken as many vacations or travel as much as, as I used to. used to do a lot more traveling and speaking at events and things, and I needed to stay in touch with my customers, with my clients. They needed to be able to get in touch with me. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And we've added a new segment at the beginning of each show where we select our favorite tool, the tool of the week. And Mike has selected one. We just had an interesting discussion about the one that I selected in the green room before the show. But Mike has selected a tool that I've visited before. Mike, what is your tool of the day? Well, uh, if you've built a website or if you're just working on a site or for a lot of different things, uh, you can play with HTML, you can play with CSS, you can play with all these different things. But if you've ever seen anything that, you know, like a website really does cool or what have you, um, chances are it's a combination of maybe a little JavaScript, maybe a little CSS kind of thing. And there's a site that showcases a whole bunch of things like that. And it's called CSS Tricks, but it's spelled CSS-Tricks.com. And they've changed, uh, we were talking uh, before, they've changed the format of how it all looks. But you can, um, so I can't go there, but on the left-hand side, they've got a menu bar if you're on a desktop. Uh, they've mm-hmm. got a menu bar that goes dead left. And you can find little snippets. In those snippets, you can, I mean, just pull you want to, you don't know anything about CSS and you want to put a, let's say, a dashed border around something or you want something to fly in from the left or what have you, they've got a snippet there and they've got just perfect, wonderful, easy instructions. Copy this, do this, do that, and there you go. And so you don't really have to know JavaScript. You don't have to know jQuery. You don't have to know uh, CSS or HTML or what have you. They've got it all laid out for you. Yeah. It does help to be a little familiar with what's going on, though, <clears throat> so that you'll know what you're uh, what you're affecting. Uh, but you don't have to be a uh, coding guru to use it. You just have to be able to understand which piece of the code that you need to modify, which is something we do talk about on the show from time to time. I told Mike one of these things that this kind of brought up to my memory is I get aggravated at us as a web development community because we always feel like the available tool doesn't function the way we want it to. So we go create our own tool and then we end up with mm-hmm. literally hundreds of tools that basically do the same thing, but they're just different. So I always have clients that ask me, do you know jQuery? Do you know SCSS? Well, I know JavaScript and I know CSS. So yes, I know those things that are built on layers on top of the other things. What you might find if you're an intermediate-level developer is you don't know SCSS because you don't really understand what it is. And really, all it is is just a subset that goes on top of the existing CSS. 
browsers can only process CSS. So the way that you mm -hmm. modify that is to create kind of a framework on top of that. Same thing with jQuery, with um, Angular, uh, any of those JavaScript frameworks. It's just JavaScript. Now, some purists would argue that with me, Mike, um, but really all it is, it's a good way to cheat, and it's a good way to move fast, and there's nothing wrong with cheating and moving fast. Um, but I digress. CSS tricks, great yeah. website. Yep. I agree. We're going to scope this some digressing. Stuff in there too. Yeah. You know, I, it just brought up a thought that um, way back, uh, maybe a couple of months ago, Internet time, uh, something <laughs> that was the base, and I forget what it was, but it was based, it was something that JavaScript was essentially kind of uh, playing off of, or somebody was using a module in GitHub and like everybody used it. And it, it basically, that little module that was part of everybody's script got abandoned and it broke or, or something like that. And there was nobody around to fix it. And so just all sorts of websites had problems because they were running this thing that really they were running a script that relied on another thing that relied on another thing that relied on this broken thing. And I forget what that was. I don't have Google right now, but it was just kind of like what you're talking about, layers and layers. Yeah, and uh, I, I do remember a little bit about that. I don't use any of those tools. I, you could actually go to Git, and it, it, for those of you that don't know, it's a repository for development scripts and programs and applications and uh, all different kinds of things. But you could actually go there and find snippets like Mike's talking about to do a whole slew of things. For example, one of the most difficult things to do with CSS for most people is the grid system when it comes to what are called media breaks. So showing rows and columns um, on, right. like say your, your footer might have four columns and then all of a sudden it adds another row below that of three columns. Well, it's very difficult to do in the beginning if, if you don't know how to work it. So a lot of people have come up with things just like Mike's talking about that use a proprietary script uh, to help you do that. And if that script goes away and there's no support for it, or if the way that the browsers read and interpret the CSS, if that goes away, every web application you've done with that particular thing is now gone. So very important. If you're getting into web development, get into JavaScript and CSS with no other words attached to it, then familiarize yourself with what's available on top of it. I just think that's the smart way to go. How about you, sir? No, I absolutely agree. You just gave me, by the way, uh, next week, if you're listening to me, um, you just mentioned uh, responsive grid tables, that kind of thing. I've got yes. the tool for you. Great, because that's all I mess with. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, my tool today is direct, and Mike thought it was funny. He said he was going to choose this tool, but it seemed too obvious. And he's right. It is obvious. In fact, I tried to move away from it thinking how obvious it was, but I just couldn't find anything else to replace it. So my tool of the day is Google Voice, voice.google.com. Uh, 
probably the most incredible thing to it to me, Mike, is that text messages, SMS messages, and voice calls go to my cell phone, my tablet, uh-huh. my laptop, yep. multiple laptops, my desktop, and I even have a uh, home phone. It's a VOIP phone. It even rings to my VOIP phone. So I can get your phone call regardless of where I am. Right. What made you think about Google Voice, Mike? You know, um, this goes and this goes back to before Google Voice was Google Voice. It was called uh, Grand Central. And I decided, you know what, this sounds kind of cool. I'm going to get this because essentially you can have a business number. You can get a number, and it was free. And then you could turn around and send that to anywhere you wanted. Well, working like I do, and, and really – when we're talking about mobile, we're talking about just stepping away from the desktop and stepping away from the desk and, you know, working that way, I can have it ring my cell phone, but I wasn't giving out my cell phone number. So, you know, my Google voice number is really easy to remember. I'll tell everybody it's 925-456-4567. And that goes to my cell. It goes to my office number. Like you said, it goes to everything. You could text it. You could, you know, I use it primarily for absolutely everything. So you can text it, you can, you can call it. I can set it up so that, you know, if you are one of my number one clients, ring all of my phones. And if you're not one of my number one clients, don't ring all my phones. Just ring this one phone. And so it's you can set up a lot of different things. I, I can have different outgoing messages for different people. That's true, and you can uh, you can in your voicemail box you can create folders and all different kinds of things back there. I don't use the back end as much as I do the front end, but from time to time I do go back there. I'm just I'm a big fan of of Google Voice. And someone says, well, you know they record every word that you say. Um, yeah, shocker, yeah. really? <laughs> yes, they do. Well, they record every word you, you say. Know what? And, and, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm going to say that's a good thing because Google owns YouTube as well. And YouTube's and this goes this goes back a little wise. Uh, YouTube, if you're talking to the camera, theoretically, you know, YouTube doesn't you know transcribe that and put that up in a you know in a Google search. But with their voice translation and what they've been doing with Google voice and that kind of stuff, they've honed it to the point where if you say something in a YouTube video, it will be indexed in Google. Google Mm -hmm. will pick that up and transcribe that word. And that's kind of scary, but at the same time, how beneficial it is to what we're trying to do uh, online. And that's to get people to notice this out of the crowd. So yeah, you can yeah. think about that when you're when you're creating those. In fact, that's a, a great topic to get on. We haven't talked about YouTube uh, specifically in a while. Perhaps we'll do a show on that in in the future. We do have some guests coming up. Uh, by the way, I don't know exactly the dates yet, but we'll get those out. Uh, do try to get guests on at least half of the shows. Haven't done very well at that this year, um, but we've got a couple of guests coming up that I think people are going to find interesting. Uh, and we'll learn something from them as well. So let's uh, let's kind of skip the news today. 
since since you are mobile, uh, and let's just go right straight into the topic since we already pretty much have. Yeah. What are what do you think are some of the most important concerns to the type of client that we serve, which is generally the smaller business, even the independent business person, quite a few real estate agents, uh, mortgage loan mm-hmm. officers, and and people like that. What for you? What do you think is most important to them uh, when stepping away? Well. They need to, essentially, they need to still, I'm going to say, be at the office. So mobile phones are, I think, wonderful. But, you know, if I leave a voicemail, if I send an email, if I text, if I, you know, tweet you or whatever, you need to hear that. And that is their their primary concern is if somebody's asking them a question or needs something, they need to be able to, I'm going to say, hear that. Yeah, so you mean hear the alert, hear hear a notification that they have received a message? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, and the, the thing about driving, too, is uh, kind of difficult to use your uh, time to respond to emails. So what do you do? I know what I do. Uh, if you get a notification while you're driving that you have an important yeah. email, uh, how do you handle that? Well, it, it, it depends on the area, and you know. And, and so, let me let me go in California. California has a hands-free law, so your phone has to be mounted to the dashboard or what have you. You can't pick it up, you can't use it uh, like you normally would. So everything has to be hands-free. Well, that's wonderful. With uh, if you're on an Android, you've got OK Google, and if you're on a you know an Apple phone you've got siri and they can kind of help direct you to you know hey siri read read my latest text or read my latest email um all of that comes into big play and i by the way i'm not traveling i am just i'm just going i'm shooting video about an hour away so i just happen to be driving which is exactly what we're talking about people you know our listeners have regular type stuff they've got to be on the road that they're off to go this or go do that or what have you and that's just normal everyday stuff and you've got to be able to read your emails or have them read to you by your phone and that's Mm -hmm. a very easy thing i do this on my motorcycle i could be doing this show on my motorcycle and reading my emails and texts and actually responding all Mm -hmm. by voice Mm mm-hmm uh, I don't do that as much as I probably could. Uh, I generally let them wait for a little while. Um, now, if I were on a longer trip, you know, three, four, five, six hours or something like that, I would. The one thing I don't do is I don't change my voicemail message to say that I'm away, and I don't change my – I don't put on an autoresponder. I haven't used an autoresponder right. in years. But I think there are yeah. some cases – uh, especially if you're going to truly be gone for some period of time. If you're on vacation, you don't really need to be working. That's what vacate means. <laughs> you need to sure. disassociate and separate yourself. And, of course, I do go on, uh, we'll call them vacations, um, that uh, I go on a vacation with a whole bunch of other people that dress a lot like me. 
And <laughs> during those times, I'm really not available for my clients who forgot their email password. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, so I, I let them know up front uh, if I can, if it's not uh, something that I, I can't um, forewarn about, that I will be away for a while and I will get to their messages as I can. Have you used an email uh, autoresponder in recent days? Well, no, I have not. And, you know, part of the reason I'm going to say is I get a lot of newsletter type uh, emails. And, of course, every time, you know, or reply alls or what have you, that's going to autorespond to all of those. And email's not smart enough. I do set my voicemail when I'm doing, for instance, like I did a bike race, uh, you know, what was that, a month ago. Um, and I was essentially uh, during the daytime, I was without antenna. I knew I was going to be out without antenna for four days, and I was going to be gone. I'd be back to the hotel, have my computer and that kind of stuff. And so I set that in my voicemail. Hey, I'm going to do this. I do the same thing at conferences sometimes. Is I'll set my voicemail to say, hey, I'm at a conference. I'll get this. It'll be a text. I'll know exactly what you said, but I'm probably not going to respond until later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, let's think back. You were in the mortgage business for a while, and you dealt with real estate agents who needed to have information about their closing. And let's say sometimes they could be somewhat spirited and lively in their communication with you about getting information. Um, Not that you ever dealt with probably 40 or 50 at one time. It was probably only a handful at the most. But how Mm -hmm. do you, those those critical communications that – People need information now, or at least they really feel like they need it right now. Right. Um, I know what I do, but I'm not necessarily going to advise everyone to do what I do. Uh, how do you handle, if you if you were in that situation today, right now, how would you have, how, how would it be handled? Well, that, uh, or, or, you know, where are we on this or, or what have you, if you don't have it off, top of your top of your head uh you're going to have to log into something and and i'm going to say most everything out there you should be able to log into from your phone it should have you know we talk about mobile first being so important Mm -hmm. because everybody's mobile these days and you know i keep everything i've got you know drop by every everything goes into the cloud for me and so speaking as far as I'm concerned. I've got everything in the cloud. I can go to Dropbox. I can go to Google Drive. I can access all of that from my phone. And both of those do an excellent job on mobile. Um, you know, we should also say WordPress is excellent on mobile. A lot of people, I, I don't think I'd ever write a blog post, but if I ever had to go in and I have gone in and had to change a word or a sentence or correct something or add a little bit, easy absolutely wonderful to do so really mobile is my friend i actually have written a blog post with uh speech to text and it's a bit of a challenge but i I have done it Uh it's been a while uh you brought up something important i think for anyone that's listening that's uh, made it to this point in the show and that is how do you set your site how do you set your website to deal with people who are mobile. 
they're only accessing you while they're mobile. And then, like you said, that just means away from your desk, away from your desktop. And I think the fact that if you're not using a mobile-first presence on the web doesn't mean having a mobile mm-hmm. app. For goodness sake, there are too many mobile apps right now. Um, <laughs> but it means being prepared for people who only use mobile or who access you. And we talk a lot to real estate agents. If I'm out traveling around and I see a sign on a home, I'm not going to pick up the phone and call that agent. What am I going to do, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> you're going to, well, you're either going to Google uh, the address or you're mm-hmm. going to, you might go over if it's got a, like a single property address, 12easystreet.com. You'll just go to that. That, I'm going to source it on the web somehow. I'm going to do my own research first. Um, yeah. And then I'm going to call my agent and have my agent call that other agent. But uh, if if the information that I get on my phone is impossible or difficult to read, I may move on unless I just really, really love that property. Uh, what are right. some other things that you can do to prepare your business to be mobile-friendly Maybe not just the website, but uh, in, in other ways for people that are traveling. Well, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say the one thing that we're kind of um, we haven't gotten to yet is alerts. I have an alert for absolutely everything. If you mention me and on Twitter or what have you, I'm gonna get an alert, and that alert's gonna absolutely go to my cell phone. And whether it's a text or what have you, I'm gonna get alert somehow. And so I'm going to hear you. I, you know, I'm, I'm away, but I'm going to hear you. Now, here's a good one. Right now, you and I are talking. And I say, oh, Mike, uh, I need to give you some, uh, a telephone number of a guy to call out in California. He, he needs to talk to you about uh, doing some video for him. And he needs to spend about, you know, $35,000 on a video, and I need to give you his phone number. You're driving. Both hands are full. You, you don't have a pad. Yeah. How are you going to get that number? What are you going to do to make sure you have that number? Ooh, well, you know what I would do to you is I would say, hey, can you either email me or text me? <laughs> of course you would. And I'm going to make and I'm going to make my life easier. Um, at the same time, I could probably start my voice recorder. I haven't tried this. That's why I'm saying that I would try and make my life easier first. But I could also start my voice recorder and record it that way or just text myself. I text myself a lot, by the way. <laughs> I do, too. Uh, I, te- I email myself as well. Uh, I think on my phone you just hit the four key and it starts the call recorder. And uh, In Google Voice. Right straight into Google Voice, and it even transcribes it for me, sort of, uh, yep. which reminds me, um, the original co-host, Jason Crouch, used to, call my Google voice number and and leave a message. And the transcriptions were a great source of entertainment for both of us because they weren't even close. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well, I'm going to wrap it up a little bit early today. I know since you're traveling and and we kind of skipped a commercial break in the middle there, but um, last advice, I'm going to give my last advice and then I'll let you give your last advice and, and we'll wrap it up. First of all, the thing we've been talking about now is thinking about your clients when they're mobile, uh, when they are 
not sitting in front of their desk. Different way of thinking about it, and, and really this, the show has inspired me to do more of that, um, to think about what they're experiencing while they're on the road and can't get to uh, a desktop to do something that you may need to do. Uh, as far as me, uh, I'm just not mobile enough, but the best advice I can give is Google Voice. It's just awesome. Uh, the fact that if somebody texts me a message or they send me an SMS with a video or a, a uh, uh, image attached, and we can even do a, a camera conference. If they're on the road or I'm on the road, we can still yeah. uh, do, I think, way before uh, Apple had what they call FaceTime, we had Google Video that we could uh, video conference yeah. with each other. So that, that's my biggest advice is check out Google and the tools that they offer for, for uh, mobile productivity. What's your final word, Mike? Mine is going to be, if you want to be prepared, make sure that uh, your workspace, and that would be your hard drive, whatever, is available on mobile. And whether that's like what I do, my entire hard drive is sitting in the cloud or whatever it takes for you. Uh, to be able to, you just got to make sure that you can go, go there at any point in time and get the information you need. Yeah, and uh, that brings up a future topic, and that is how to connect to your home computer virtually from your uh, mobile device. In case you do need to get to your home computer, there's a way to do that, and that's a show in and of itself. Uh, Mike, travel safe. Have a great day and uh, do all the stuff that you do so well. I think it's time to say bye, Mike. Bye, Mike. Yep, we'll see you guys next week. Same time, same place. May or may not uh, be alone. But uh, I'd like to thank Kevin McLeod, as always, for the great music in both the intro and outro. And that does it for us. Thanks for listening to Social Media Edge. Thanks for listening to yet another edition of Social Media Edge Radio with your host, Ken Cook, and co-host, Mike Mueller. Stay on top of what's happening by visiting socialmediaedge.com.